Drawing room over here. You made it. Oh, come on through. Do you fancy drink? What's your tipple? The soundtrack of Mo Lordi's childhood was the Limpopo region of South Africa, the Kruger and Mapungabwe National Parks, his parents' voices singing, his mother playing the violin. When Mo moved across the seas to Europe, he brought South Africa's Afro house music with him, running Afro-electric club nights and inviting all sorts of African DJs to play, bringing sounds and communities together in Paris and London. Mo is here for the Sydney Festival. Welcome to you. Thank you. This term... um, Afro House. Tell me about it because I read that it sort of traces back to Angolan DJs coming mm-hmm. to South Africa with mm. these sweet old school records. Mm. Who can claim ownership of this term, do you think? It's a fascinating term because it grew legs around about uh, mid-2000s and the sound has been by then growing. South Africa somehow was the pioneer of the sound in itself, inspired by the Chicago and also the different movements that were happening around the world, the Africanism that happened in France. And so when the Angolans started to move to South Africa, they, they had their own unique sound with even much more percussion, much more drive, and, and somehow they, they defined the term much more. So it's almost like South Africa was the hot house where yeah, they grew and, and changed and, and ex- expanded. Mm. This term, um, pan-Africanism, you know, it's it's used pretty broadly and you kind of hear it across the, the spectrum. I wonder if it's sort of a bit too broad to label such diverse kinds of music. Pan-Africanism, in a way, it gets... It's a huge term in politically, philosophically, in terms of what does it mean. For me, it means thinking outside of the the national and then connecting with the rest of the country, realizing that most of the country, most of the borders were created by Europe. So to connect, you sometimes have to even fly to Paris to go to Gambia, for example, and it's difficult to just go to Gambia and to start thinking of movement within the country, within the continent is a bit of a challenge. So Pan-Africanism is that idea of how do we interconnect within the African continent without actually thinking about the rest of the world. Even outside the the African continent, mm. let's go to Trinidad and Tobago. One of your most uh, enjoyed remixes, at least on Spotify, is a remix of Calypso Rose. Mm. Uh, of course, Calypso is considered the elder stateswoman of uh, Calypso music. She's 83. Uh, they call her the mother uh, mm. of Calypso music. Yeah. I've seen her live. I've, I've met her. I know you have too. Tell me about this woman because she's a force of nature. She's incredible, man. Like the first time I met her, she, there she was, twerking on stage. I was like, wow. <laughs> and then just seeing the My fire grandmother there. didn't twerk. I just, <laughs> I need to say that right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just seen the fire, the energy. And uh, I just went up to her and said, I like your music. I would love to remix it. She's like, oh, Here's my manager. We started talking and then they invited me backstage and there she was backstage with a bottle of vodka in the fridge. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> not rum, as most tr- Trinidadians yeah, exactly. have. This is interesting, interesting. Yeah, 83, I mean, if you could uh, bottle that essence of how she keeps going, I think you'd My make a million gosh. dollars. Yeah, and she's like, she's like the Mary Maguire of Trinidad, and, and Calypso was not allowed for women, and so she challenged this barrier. So I love that about her, that she's a force of nature, she's a voice for women and changing the game, and she's still going. Afro House sort of entered popular culture with artists like Drake and Pharrell and Usher and Alicia Keys collaborating with Afro House Mm. artists like Black Coffee. So do you Mm. feel proud to see its growing popularity or or do you worry that the sort of meaning is getting lost in the sort of melange of Spotify algorithms, everything's genre mixing and pops being thrown on top as well? I'm pretty happy. I, I love what Black Coffee is doing. We, we played together, and sometimes I was in a festival, and people were, "Oh, is, are you Black Coffee?" I was like, "No, <laughs> it's coming on later." And and what he's done for the movement has completely shifted in producing for Drake, and and now even I'm a piano. What I'm a piano is doing, what Tyler's doing, winning awards, and the whole sound. You can hear the. Afro house in the Ama piano you can hear that groove. So I'm pretty happy because the the sound is expanding. The the world's ears are opening to new sounds, and so it's always a good thing. That's not to take away from what you've done for Afro house music. Globalisto started as a sort of regular club night in London. Uh, it really set the scene uh, for many many other collaborations. Tell me what Globalisto's philosophy is to you. I was thinking of the idea of of a borderless world. How do we change the world instead of thinking nationalistically, but like how do we think outside of our own borders? And referring back to the idea of a a chilimbembe, of a borderless nature of this movement and, and the way sound is the fluidity of going outside of the border. It doesn't matter where you are and how the freedom songs came from Algeria to Mozambique and all the way to South Africa and how South African music is going all around the world and inspired by Chicago and, and disco inspired by Manu Dubango from Cameroon and all the sound so it's connecting all the sound in these ideas and and is collecting all this philosophy of negritude, pan-Africanism, and thinking about how can we become better humans and how do we change society by music, by art. And so I started doing parties and these parties became art exhibitions later. And then now I'm curating art exhibitions in different museums and also in Switzerland. I've got one coming up in 2025 called Afrosonica, which is about the history of African music. And so I go different parts of the world and create exhibitions as well. You're a very, very busy man. You must uh, rely upon the hospitality of others in your uh, international journeys. In fact, hospitality is a bit of a theme, I would say, Mm. of your work. Why, why, Why is hospitality so important to you? It's it's about how do we feel welcome because once you feel welcome, you're able to have that power and to actually engage. And And I like the, the theme of radical hospitality, of welcoming the stranger when the stranger doesn't have nothing at all, but you're able to care and give love and, and encourage and then then you exchange the goods and the different philosophies and that's how I feel 
the the world should be. It's like when we were growing up, we, you know, you could go next door and say, "Oh, I I'm looking for sugar," and then like come on. They can give you a bit of sugar. <laughs> Ain't no sugar here. Ain't no sugar here anymore. Uh, we're going to play a track of yours. I want to play Shine again uh, yeah. to take us into the weekend. Tell me about this one. What are the elements that go into this this song? It's inspired a lot about my mother's choir, and I didn't. I started like thinking about it during COVID. My father was not doing so well at the time and and thinking of shine again as a way of hope will come again and and thinking of how to even sound nostalgic like a bit of the 80s eh, da, da, de, da, la, 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 de, da, da, de, da, da, de. it's like the south african kind of choral singing and this repetitive the, the repetition takes you on a journey, just starts to move you, and all of a sudden you're in a trance, and that trance is spiritual. So it's this kind of meditative way of singing. My mom always says whenever she's in a choir, and even though she's not feeling so happy, by singing this songs and and being in the community of the choral and people singing together next to each other uplifts her. Especially when you're so worried about your father. A pretty, yeah. a pretty uh, positive thing to come out of a dark time. Mo mm. Lordy has been my guest. He's here for the Sydney Festival. He'll be giving a free lecture tomorrow, Saturday the 27th, when, and then playing uh, at the closing party on Sunday the 28th. Ticket information for those events is available online. Mo Lordy, a pleasure. And Thank thanks you. so much for dropping by here Thank you. on RN Drive. This awesome. is Shine Again. Merci.